Hello, my wonderful friends. Welcome to Fate FM Drive Time. Welcome to Big Q&A. This is Nick Rita, your host, and I'm very happy that you tune in with us and please stay for the whole hour. We have a program uh, for you today, um, an amazing uh, topic for the whole week, but today we are going to bring it together a little bit and uh, we'll be very happy if you could be also part of the program. I always like to invite you from the beginning to join us and uh, you can do that sending us a text message to the number 04888080811 and you can send uh, a message with your thoughts or a question maybe in regard to this topic which we'll uh, address uh, today this number uh, jotted down because um, later on we'll um, have an offer and it's a free offer which we are very happy to give uh, every time and uh, again i would like to thank all of those people who support uh, and sponsor these uh, things we want to give you a free gift during this program and that's our uh, kind of um, uh, thank you know to to you that you take time to join us and uh, we'll love to hear from you to be part of this program be a bit more interactive if it's possible now uh, for the whole week uh, we approach this uh, topic uh, if god is all loving and all powerful why doesn't he fix the problem of pain i thought that's a very very good uh, question and uh, we dealt already with some of the um, topics like uh, how did the perfect creation get so ugly? Does Satan really exist? Why does it matter? Did God create Satan? What did Christ say about evil? I thought that were very good questions and uh, every single uh, uh, person uh, during the program, I mean, the hosts here and the co-hosts, they did their best to answer those uh, questions looking into the Bible. And by the way, if you miss some of those programs, uh, you can listen back. You can visit our website, faithfm.com.au, but even better, you can download uh, our um, FaithFM app, and that's FaithFM Australia. And you can listen everywhere, you know, uh, with the uh, on waves, you know, sometimes you can run into a um, section where, you know, where you're driving that uh, maybe the signal is a bit scratchy. Uh, but if you have the app, uh, the signal is crystal clear as long as you have internet of course and you can connect uh, to us but yeah the, those are uh, some of the questions which um, we looked at and you'll be able to listen back if you miss some of the programs now i'd like to welcome from the beginning our uh, co-host um, you know faithfully coming every friday with us and this is uh, tracy papandreou tracy good to have you with us Thanks, Nick. Hi, and hi to all the listeners. Great to be back. That's wonderful, Tracy. And um, yeah, looking forward to see what you have to share with us also, what you have prepared uh, um, in regard to the um, question which we are uh, going to ask today, because we are going to ask again, can't God deal with evil now? And many people probably ask that question. Uh, that question. Really is, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, but just before we are going into this, uh, Tracy, I would like to uh, welcome um, 
David Lima from Family Voice Australia, which is waiting uh, for us online. Let's see if he hears us. Uh, hi, David. How are you? Oh, great, Nick. It's good to be with you and Tracy again. Hi, David. That's wonderful, David. And uh, again, um, via phone, um, I'm very happy, David, that uh, you, you could connect with us today because this is such an important topic which we are dealing with today. But also like to hear from you few things what's just going on you know right now even in the news and uh, uh, all those things and uh, david can you please uh, update us a little bit on uh, what's your role with uh, family voice australia well at family voice we're encouraging god's people to be more active as salt and light mm-hmm. so for some reason christians seem to be very timid But we are God's ambassadors, and people seeing us and hearing from us should really have a heavenly experience. Mm -hmm. And we should be authentically salty and light, which shines brightly. So Jesus said, let your light shine, and he wants us to be salt, which has an impact. So we really need to uh, stir things up a bit in the Christian community. But as well as encouraging Christians, we're also trying to share the wisdom of God because God loves government, he loves good laws, he mm-hmm. loves good values, and uh, above all, he wants his son to be exalted and the gospel of salvation to be shared. And so we take every opportunity to encourage all of the community to recognize the claims of Christ. Right, that's wonderful. Now, David, also, let me uh, ask you a little bit about the latest uh, news about the Religious Freedom Bill. Can you yes. please yes. update us? On that one? Well, this whole this whole question, Nick, uh, of religious freedom, it's been bothering the government, the federal government now for some years. And um, perhaps five years ago, thereabouts, the federal government came to the view that the freedom of faith was not uh, as free as it could be. And so since then, they've been trying to figure out a way to improve our freedom of faith. Mm. So they've really found themselves uh, struggling to do this because there's tremendous opposition to freedom of faith. And if you're a Christian today, sometimes you're looked down upon. And many orthodox or mainstream, biblically-based Christian views are now being looked down upon. And we're really concerned that Christian schools don't have the freedom that they need in order to really be authentically Christian. Mm. And so that, of course, relates to sexuality. So the government has uh, tried to help out in that way. But unfortunately, in the current bill, which has now been withdrawn, I hasten to add, the, the current bill is a proposal that would, in fact, prevent schools from, main, from holding a view and defending a view in relation to sexuality. So right. this is very disappointing. Mm. Uh, now, the the government uh, didn't get what it wanted. It lost control of the lower house. Uh, and one of our South Australian members of parliament was asleep at the time. I can't really blame him because it was 3.30 in the morning. And uh, it's just bizarre, Nick, that some of these very important matters are being debated overnight. You know, yeah, you're supposed to be asleep, <laughs> and uh, to to suggest that somehow people can be coherent at three o'clock in the morning is just bizarre. Uh, this would not be tolerated in any other workplace, mm. and yet we and yet we have this problem. So, I, I'm sorry to say, Nick, that I don't have a great deal of confidence in our federal parliament. Uh, the state parliament is the same; they just 
wait until the last minute, try to ram these things through. It's uh, so foolish to try to legislate on the fly, so to speak, and have amendments coming here, there and everywhere and trying to stitch something together. There's an old saying, haste makes waste. And Parliament mm. really should be much more deliberative and more careful. It should have much better consultation with all of the parties, with the general public, so that we can have uh, a, a proper debate and a proper discussion without without the clock hurrying us along. So uh, the long answer to your short question, Nick, is that the federal government has now withdrawn its proposal, and that's probably the end of that uh, until after the election, and we'll see what happens then. All right, yes. And, you know, David, uh, we see the um, uh, evil works, you know, everywhere, and even... For- Some people may not believe in evil things, but uh, we see things going on, uh, um, quite challenging things, you know, uh, and uh, lots of confusion and lots of struggles everywhere. But David, let me ask you this, uh, at Family Voice Australia, you are responding to the problem of evil. Why does God not deal with evil immediately? Well, in his mercy, he is staying his hand of judgment because he wants more people to repent, to turn away from wrongdoing, not just individuals, but also entire nations, because nations will be divided at the end of history, not just individuals, the goat nations and the sheep nations. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we, we, are, we are thankful. We, we ought to be thankful that God is not intervening uh, as forthrightly as he could. Now, that does mean to say that evil continues, but... The, the, the truth is that God is giving us freedom in order to turn to him, uh, which means also a freedom to do wrong if we choose to do wrong. But because God wants us to genuinely love him and to respond, then he has to give us the freedom to not respond, uh, right. the freedom to do wrong as well as right. So uh, we, we really need to sort of reframe the question mm. uh, in terms of, of uh How thankful should we be that God has not yet definitively finished with history? Uh, now that day will come when every knee will bow and every tongue will confess, mm-hmm. and some will some will bow gladly and confess gladly, and others with horror and and shock. Uh, so now is the time to repent and to receive the gift of salvation, and now is the time to recognize that God's uh, God God is in the is giving us a season of of uh, of repentance a season or an opportunity to turn to him right now uh, why does god um, give us freedom of choice mm. well because if we did not have the freedom to worship him from the heart then all we would be doing is behaving like robots mm. you know i can com- i can program my computer to say david i love you but i won't believe a word of it <laughs> because it has no capacity uh, to exercise any choice or discretion it doesn't know what love is so human beings are made in the image of god we do know what love is and we can love god or we can hate him mm-hmm. but the the only way that god can give us that freedom is to give us also the freedom to do wrong so that's the answer to the question All right, that's uh, that's um, wonderful. And David, let me just ask you maybe the last question uh, for today. Uh, why do Christians seem unable to perform miracles, uh, to heal the sick, uh, give sight to the blind, etc.? Mm. Well, Nick, there are many churches which uh, make much of their ability to provide miracles and signs and wonders. We need to be very careful here because the devil can do all of that and more. 
Mm-hmm. And the issue is not really the extent to which miracles can be performed. It's whether the truth is being shared and lives are being transformed. Mm. I've, I've been reading through Mark's gospel recently, in fact, teaching it uh, to students and uh, in high school, and, and I'm amazed by the extent to which Jesus seems so reluctant to heal the sick. Uh, this, is, this is something that's a bit of a revelation to me, I must say, because time and again, Jesus is looking to get out of the opportunity to heal because he would rather speak and teach. So mm. at one point it says that the, the people were, you know, that they were gathering around. It doesn't say how many, but it was probably hundreds were milling around and gathering around, hoping that he would heal. And he slips away to go to isolated places. And he says to his disciples, no, we need to go on so that I may speak in other towns. Mm-hmm. So Jesus had the ability to heal everyone. In fact, he could have healed everyone in all of the world, and he could have he could have extended it back throughout all of history and forward into eternity. He just could have healed everyone, but he did not do that yes. because he, he wanted to major on speaking, challenging people, because it's not really about our bodies in this in this current context, uh, although that's important, but much more important is the heart. Yeah, and, and, and education was a priority for Jesus, uh, obviously. Even exactly. though, you know, I, I know what you refer to, you know, because there were people coming, like even the, the woman who came to Jesus, you know, and Jesus says, what, you know, uh, kind of try to reject first, you know, yes. the woman. But, yes. you know, and I was, tra- I was trying to think of a passage in the Bible where it says that uh, wherever Jesus went through, you know, almost there are no sick men left behind. You know what I mean? Uh, um, Jesus was, uh, and even the disciples, when the, Peter and John, you know, even the, the shade of their, uh, you know, uh, the shadow, you know, um, yes. uh, healed yes. people. But that's, yeah, the different uh, aspect. The reason I ask uh, yeah, that question is because probably... Uh, in some circles, you know, in Christendom, people put too much emphasis on the healing. And if you if you don't um, uh, perform uh, healings, miracles, and so on, then you must not be a good Christian or not on the right track. You know, th- I, I just try to m- maybe it was a little bit of a question which we could do the whole program on that one. Uh, yeah, but David, thank you so much for coming with us today uh, again and. Um, uh, I wish, uh, like always, all the best uh, to your ministry at Family Voice Australia and um, looking forward to have you back again with us uh, next time. Thanks so much, Nick Tracy. God bless. Thank you. And uh, if you like to send uh, us a question and uh, or a comment in regard to uh, even what uh, David was uh, bringing up, uh, again, you can do that um, uh, during the program on zero four double eight double eight zero eight. Double one. This program is made possible by the support of Adventist World Radio. Back in the studio, Tracy, and um, we are uh, here on Faith FM Drive Time Big Q and A, and we have quite a few questions, you know, uh, uh, which we answered uh, during the week, and uh, today in particular, uh, we want to uh, dedicate this time which we have left uh, for. Looking in particular, there'll be more uh, to this um, uh, question. Uh, can't God deal with evil right now? Um, indeed, Tracy, the topic of, of today is very challenging. 
challenging one. And not understanding this correctly can lead to some very wrong assumptions about God. What do you think about that, Tracy? Absolutely. Absolutely. This is just such a crucial thing for Christians to be able to understand and be able to explain to mm. others because, um, you know, my belief is that one of the most common reasons that those who are open to the idea or the possibility of there being a creator God um, not wanting to come to him is this whole idea of... Um, you know, hang on, you know, he must be a ruthless God. You know, he's allowing all of this evil to take place. And, um, you know, you think about questions like, if God's so loving, then why does he let innocent children die or be trafficked into sex slavery or allow good people to die from terrible diseases? They're all of those difficult questions that uh, we sometimes get as, as Christians. Um, and even if we don't get them, sometimes those around us who perhaps don't believe the same way we do, uh, they have those on their, on their, on their mind, and there's even Christians who they themselves ask that question. They, mm. they, they really don't don't know how to to put that all together. All right, all right. Um, yes, uh, it's very clear that uh, evil is present in this world. And mm. um, earlier in the week, uh, we discussed about uh, how sin and evil entered uh, the world. After all, God had declared um, it all being very good. And uh, when he had finished creating the earth um, and everything uh, on, you know, it's interesting that uh, during the creation, you know, uh, it says, oh, this, God looked back and it was good. You know, look back, it was good. And then what? God created even us, you know, I said, oh, it was very, very good. good. And yes. yeah, God looked back on that and saying very good. But yeah, we dealt with the, uh, with the, um, uh, with the questions, you know, why, um, God created, uh, uh, this world very good and then turned so ugly. Yeah. What's your, um, yeah. thought? Well, this topic's not one <laughs> that can be answered in a quick sentence or two. And that's why I squirm when I get questions like this from, um, unbelieving friends because y you almost need to sit down and, and do a Bible study with people to be able to help them to understand it. Um, uh, you know, it, it, it's not something that, that we can answer with a quick one or two line answer. And so that I really hope from today that we're able to, and also from, as you mentioned, the other, the other programs that were done this week, um, that we can shed light on this so that, you know, that God can be vindicated, mm. you know, because it, it really pains me when there are people out there who, who see God as a tyrant when, you know, the, the word tells us that God is love. So if there is um, evil going on, we have to understand that, that that's not God's will. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, that's, that's very important. Yes. Uh, before we get started on today's specific question, it might be good to, to just do a very quick recap on uh, what was covered uh, through the week, uh, Tracy, to see the details 
of our question today. Can you do that in yeah, just yeah. in a couple I'm, of minutes? I'll, I'll try to try to be brief with that. I th- I think that's important because if there's any listeners who have missed out on the other programs, you mm-hmm. know, it, it's important to get the full picture. So on Monday we talked about how did a perfect creation get so ugly? So the world wasn't created with the present evil, but God did give free will. And we see that with, you know, most people are familiar with the story of, of Adam and Eve and, and how they, with, they, with their free will they made a, a, a wrong mistake. But God gave Lucifer, who was the chief angel, he was given free will just like all of the other angels. And with that he decided to go against God and his kingdom. Every country or kingdom needs rules to keep everyone happy mm. and in harmony living together. But unfortunately, Lucifer rebelled against this. Isaiah fourteen twelve to 14 outlines how Lucifer had become pretty full of himself. In the, the verses before that, it talks about how beautiful he had been made. He had a, a beautiful singing voice by the sounds of things. And he just got a little bit too full of himself. And Isaiah tells us that he was believing that he should be like the Most High and even that he should be able to exalt his throne above the stars of God. But what was God's reaction from that? Revelation twelve seven tells us that war broke out in heaven because of that. And Michael, and this is another name for Jesus, and his angels fought with Lucifer, mm. you know, with his rebelling, um, now known as Satan or the devil, and, and his angels, and, and they all fought. And Revelation twelve nine tells us that Satan... And it tells us who deceives the whole world and his angels were cast to the earth. So, so we ended up the lucky ones with, um, with Satan and his influence here. And then our first parents made an error that had, has a long lasting and devastating consequences. So I mentioned previously, Adam and Eve were deceived by the devil. Mm-hmm. They used the gift of free will and it is a gift that they had been given. To believe what the serpent, well, Satan was saying via the serpent, that that what he said was true rather than what God said was true. And what happened was sin then became through that part of our DNA, if you like, and without the help of the Lord, there's no way to escape that mm. sinfulness. And we see that in the story of Cain versus Abel. We see that that one brother decided to destroy and kill his other brother because uh, he was envious of uh, God's accept of accepting his sacrifice and not the others. So the plan of Jesus Christ dying was to give us the possibility of redemption and that was established directly after Adam and Eve's sin in Genesis 3, speaking to the serpent, um, he, Jesus, um, shall bruise your head and you shall bruise his heel is what's said there. So there are consequences of sin that um, entered our world from there. And Jesus couldn't just blot Satan and his followers out and his angels and his followers would follow up out would would follow him out of fear if Jesus had just blotted everything out from word go then people would just follow because they were fearful and that's not true love when right. when there's following because of that instead God allows evil and good to coexist to come into its all 
its its complete fullness until the time of the harvest when Jesus returns. And this is explained in the parable of the wheat and the tares in Matthew 13, and that was discussed mm. by Helen yesterday. In Matthew 13, 29 to 30, it says um, there, there's one of the servants who says, you know, shouldn't we just pull out the weeds now? And the master says, no, lest while you gather up the tares, you dig up also the wheat with them. And previously it goes on to, it had, had explained that the tares were the, the, the evil ones or those who don't know God and the wheat was those who, who are, who are God's followers. Mm. So he says, let both grow together until the harvest. And in the time of the harvest, I will say to the reapers, gather together first the tares and bind them in bundles to burn them but gather the wheat into the barn so I've tried to do a really quick recap there but basically that last parable is telling us there's a, a need mm. to allow evil to continue for those who, who are not followers to not be blotted out right now so that the fullness of of those who want to follow God comes to its fullness and those who don't want to follow God comes to its fullness. God's actually giving those who haven't yet come to him mm-hmm. an opportunity to still come to him. He doesn't want to take that opportunity away from them prematurely. That's, yeah, that's so, so true. So true, Tracy. Thank you for uh, uh, that uh, recap. Uh, I'm just wondering uh, right now if I could um, uh, mention that the offer which we have for today because indeed we are into a battle zone the great controversy you know in between uh, good and evil God well, and Satan. it was described as a war wasn't Absolutely. it? You know, so. And our uh, offer for today is um, about the the great controversy book uh, Science of the Time special um, Truth Matters series uh, by Science of the Time. Uh, they um, yeah, kindly offer this um, to us today, uh, and you can have this in your hands free of charge. Just a, um, a bit of information. Thousands of years ago, uh, the most uh, honored angel in all heaven accused God of being unjust and determined that he... Lucifer, and you mentioned to, um, to our listeners, uh, Tracy, that uh, he was believed to be the maybe even the, the master uh, of the choir in heaven. You know, mm. uh, he uh, he require requested that he could be placed on God's throne. It's pretty you know, amazing. That's isn't amazing. It? You yeah. know, arrogance. <laughs> how should how should God respond to these false accusations? Many people wonder. Why God didn't just zap Lucifer the minute he rebelled? But would that have solved anything? This new edition in the Science of the Times Truth Matter series offer an explanation of God's response. Please uh, send us a text message with the code SA31. SA31. No space in between. And uh, our friendly bot will uh, ask you a couple of questions and will be very happy um, you to have this in your hands. Again, uh, the offer for today is in regard to the uh, Great Controversy uh, book and uh, the code is 
SA31. SA stands for South Australia. 3-1. Thank you for uh, noting that. And uh, Tracy, just uh, moving on, because um, soon I will come to a song, mm-hmm. you know, but uh, l- let me just um, uh, ask you this. Uh, look, okay, so we know from this that there is going to be evil in our in our world until the day Christ return to earth for all of his uh, followers. God doesn't want to deal with the evil right now because in uh, in the process it may cause him to lose some who might otherwise have followed him. Mm, mm. But did he give us any advice on how to deal with this difficult situation you mentioned that parable you know in Matthew uh, chapter 13 and the, the the story of the tares and the wheat yeah can you give us a bit of light on this yeah so you know if he if he just left it with that and it was just too bad suck it up you're going to have evil until the end uh, that would be a little bit hard but but we know that he understands our situations and Christ, he, he actually left a plan for us. Christ's followers in the meantime are to do the work he's given them in being his hands and feet and representing him while he is absent. You know, so, so we're, we're requested. He wants us to work to relieve suffering where we can. Yes, evil needs to come to its fullness, but he left a plan so that his followers would be his hands and feet and would do the best that they can to to relieve suffering where they can. Isaiah 58.10 says, If you extend your soul to the hungry and satisfy the afflicted soul, then your light shall dawn in the darkness and your darkness shall be as the noonday. So he wants us to be light to the world. And, you know, us playing a part in this is very important to the Lord. How we fulfill this uh, request affects our ability, whether we're going to be able to enter heaven and live with the Lord in eternity. Mm-hmm. Yes, we are saved by by the sacrifice of Jesus, but... And, and we don't work our way to heaven, but it's very clear in the Bible that there are responsibilities that we have when we come to, um, when we come to the Lord. I just like to read Matthew 25, 31 to 46, where God makes it clear that there is an expectation that we will be there to, to help others. Um, and it talks about the, the heading actually in my Bible says the son of man will judge the nations. And it says when the son of man comes in his glory and all the holy angels with him, then he will sit on the throne of his glory. All the nations will be gathered before him and he will separate them one from another as a shepherd divides his sheep from the goats. And he will set the sheep on his right hand, but the goats on the left. Then the king will say to those on his right hand, so the sheep, come, you blessed of my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry and you gave me food. I was thirsty and you gave me drink. I was a stranger and you took me in. I was naked and you clothed me. I was sick and you visited me. 
I was in prison and then you came to me. Then the righteous will answer him saying, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you or thirsty and give you drink? When did we see you a stranger and take you in or naked and clothe you? Or when did we see you sick or in prison and come to you? And the king will answer and say to them, Assuredly, I say to you, inasmuch as you did it to one of the least of these, my brethren, you did it to me. So Mm. these people are so, um, being God's hands and feet is so natural to them. They're not doing it to gain brownie points in heaven. Mm -hmm. They're not doing it because I have to get gold stars to go to heaven. Mm. That's just the natural nature of who they have become. But look at what the rest of it says. Then he will also say to those on the left hand, so these are the goats, Mm. depart from me, you cursed, into the everlasting fire prepared for the devil and his angels. For I was hungry and you gave me no food. I was thirsty and you gave me no drink. I was a stranger and you did not take me in, naked and you did not clothe me, sick and in prison and you did not visit me. Um, So, you know, it just makes it very clear. Then they also will answer him saying, Lord, when did we see you hungry or thirsty or a stranger or naked or sick or in prison and did not minister to you? Then he will answer them saying, Assuredly, I say to you, inasmuch as you did not do it to one of the least of these, you did not do it to me. And these will go away into everlasting punishment, but the righteous into eternal life so he's got a plan he you can see it's very mm. important to him mm. how followers are are required there is a responsibility on them to actually be being his um hands and feet to to relieve suffering absolutely uh, tracy that thought is quite sobering and um, you know uh, but i am i'm thinking about um, how you said earlier that sin become part of our DNA. How is then possible for us not to sin and not to put others first and be God's hands and feet? Yeah, it's a miraculous thing, isn't it? I I would just like to use the analogy of epigenetics, which Mm. is a a relatively new science that's um, being looked at, which looks at switching genes on and off. And um, we learn from we've they've learned so far that often lifestyle can influence a switching on or off of genes. So you may have um, a a genetic profile that. has a tendency to maybe diabetes. I, I, for example, I've had my genetic profile done with regards to my health and my genes um, give me a tendency to heart problems, mm-hmm. a tendency to inflammation in the body. But what can I do with that? I can look at, okay, well, I need to be very careful about what I eat. I need to be careful. I'm eating anti-inflammatory f- mm-hmm. foods, doing all those things that will assist my body to not flare up. So this is the where I either do things that will switch on those genes to express themselves, those inflammation genes to express themselves, mm-hmm. or switch them off to keep them quiet and calm. Right. So I use this analogy in that whilst we might have the sin in our DNA, we also have the gift of the influence of the Holy Spirit, which can, I'll say in inverted commas, switch off 
our sin mm-hmm. genetics, you know, and and the ho- influence of the Holy Spirit can help us to follow the law and the counsel of of God as given to us in the scriptures and you know the scriptures um, help us to to know that that's possible if I look at um, John 15 16 to 18 it talks about the influence of the Holy Spirit and and being spiritual you did not choose me but I chose you and appointed you that you should go and bear fruit this is Jesus talking and that your fruit should remain that whatever you ask the father in my name he may give you so so we're being asked to bear fruit in the, in our lives and he says these things I command you that you love one another so you know actions speak louder and louder than words often so mm-hmm. we need to ensure that our actions are actually lining up with our with our words, and I also actually um, share fifteen twenty six, which says, um, "Have I got myself mixed that, that's up in, here?" That's still in the book of John. Yes, yes. So fifteen twenty six. But when the Helper comes, whom I shall send to you from the Father, again, this is Jesus speaking, the Spirit of truth who proceeds from the Father, he will testify of me. So we know that Jesus has said he's going to send the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is going to help us. Mm-hmm. He's going to give us an understanding of, of the truth. So it's not like God said, like I said, he didn't kind of say, sorry, evil's going to be with you until the end of time. Suck it up and just try and do the best. He sent the gift of the Holy Spirit, but he also sent another gift. He gives us the spiritual gifts, and they're given to assist individuals and collectively the church um, to allow us to be able to fulfill the commission. Um, so i just like to read that too. 1 Corinthians 12 4 to 11 talks about, and this is Paul speaking, and he's talking about the spiritual gifts, and he says, there are diversities of gifts, but the same spirits. They all come from the Holy Spirit. Right. There are differences of ministries, but the same Lord. And there are diversities of activities, but it is the same God who works all in all. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. So it's not just, hey, I've got the Spirit so I can help me out. For to one is given the word of wisdom through the Spirit, to another the word of knowledge through the same Spirit, to another faith by the same Spirit, to another gifts of healing by the same Spirit, to another the working of miracles, to another prophecy, to another discerning of spirits, to another different kinds of tongues, to another the interpretation of tongues, but one and the same Spirit works all these things, distributing to each one individually as he wills. So not only the Holy Spirit, we've also been given the gift of um, spiritual gifts and different people will be given different gifts gifts according to to what God feels Mm. is the right way for them to be able to contribute to relieve this suffering and and help um, to ameliorate the situation of evil while it still exists. Mm. What a wonderful work of the Holy Spirit, you know, to equip us and to uh, be with us. And again, uh, on the aspect of the Holy Spirit, we could do, and we we have some programs particularly talking about the role of the Holy Spirit. 
Tracy, I wonder if I could take a short break here, have a song um, on the Holy Spirit, mm. and um, uh, yeah, just debrief a little bit uh, in the studio here, but um, I want to mention again to our listener uh, today, we have that free offer for you, you can just claim it uh, right away, if you send us um, a text message on 0488880811 with the code SA31, SA stands for South Australia and the number 31 um, with no space in between them and you can have that book it's yours the great controversy in the uh, Science of the Time uh, special uh, Science of the Time it's a, it's a magazine beautiful magazine also uh, and the, I would like to encourage you to be part of this program come with some questions or comments on the same number, you can uh, send us a text message and share with us, in, maybe in regard to the topic uh, we we discussed today with Tracy, uh, the number is 048880811. But right now, this is a beautiful song, Spirit of the Living God by uh, Malvinas. <laughs>
Welcome back to Faith FM Drive Time BQ&A. This is Nick Rita with uh, Tracy Papandreou um, here in the studio and talking about uh, Can't God Deal With Evil right now. Uh, Tracy, you shared with us uh, quite a bit uh, about the um, evil uh, aspect, you know, and how God is uh, dealing, you know, and in his long suffering, you know, he puts up with all the things which we have big questions. Why God is not doing right now, you know, like the, those servants which uh, they said, the master, you have some weed there, you know, let us pull it out right yes. now, you know, straight it's so, away. It's so human to, to want to j- just deal with it, but you know, God always has you know, the best plan mm. and his plans often are quite different to what we would imagine. Yeah, absolutely. Now, just uh, before the song, uh, we also mentioned our offer for uh, today and that's um, uh, the book, uh, Great Controversy in the Science of the Times Special, uh, Truth Matters series by uh, by the Science of the Times uh, and we'll be happy for you to have that in your hands uh, if you send uh, that SMS um, with the code SA31. Now, we want to just uh, clarify something here, you know, the great controversy book it's a wonderful book you know all should have it in their hands the full version um, but here the science of the time it's a publication um, of uh, our church uh, which deals with lots of um, uh, good things good articles lots there lots of topical uh, yeah um, very topical things, yeah. yeah yeah and and you know a biblical approach to them yeah but yeah. Uh, uh, tracy have you um, do you have great controversy book in your uh, I library i do i do i've got it in a couple of languages i i i find it and i'm constantly going going back to it referring to it i mean the, the one of the reasons for that is as we've talked about all this week this is a very complex topic mm. and it is hard to get your head around stuff because God's approach to it is you know it's his love approach that causes him to approach it this way and it's quite different than you know our human way of of, of dealing with it mm. and I would just like to encourage people to to um, contact us today and and to, uh, to request this offer because we've we've gone through it through the week and um, you know all, I'm hoping that it all might make sense as as listeners uh, are are listening to what we have to share but sometimes you know they they might after the programs are over and everything you know have questions that, mm-hmm. that come up and uh, it would be good I think for the listeners to be able to have some material to in their own time be able to you know sit calmly and take time to uh, absorb um, um, more of this information. Absolutely. And as I said, uh, if you like the full version of the book, uh, contact our um, uh, station, you know, the website, faithfm.com.au, request the Great Controversy book. Um, but uh, yeah, right now you'll um, you'll be uh, interested to see in the Science of the Time magazine. Um, Tracy, time is going very fast now and I'm wondering how we can uh, finish off. But let me just uh, uh, remind a little bit what we're talking about. Yeah, so, so believers um, have the gift of the Holy Spirit. That's uh, what you shared a little bit earlier uh, to help them to know what is right uh, and to do it. They are also given individual uh, gifts to assist in carrying out the work required. The plan was for uh, evil to remain in the world until the end but um, for God to equip believers to do good works for him in the meantime. 
Yes. What would you like to say on that aspect? That's the idea, but the surrendering of our sinful will and ways is a journey. I'm not going to say, you know, it's like a magic wand and and then we're we're all um, like heavenly angels. You know, this this transformation happens over time as we allow the Holy Spirit to transform us so that we actually want to do His will and it becomes natural for us to help others, but it is a journey. And it requires us knowing the voice of the Holy Spirit. And to know the voice of the Holy Spirit, you have to be spending time with God to to familiarize yourself with the Holy Spirit. It's about asking for the Lord to make our will His will. And it's also about fighting the fight when our sinful ways want to have their way. Galatians 5, 13, 20. To 25 talks a bit about that This Mm. is Paul talking For you brethren have been called to liberty Only do not use liberty As an opportunity for the flesh But through love serve one another For all the law is fulfilled In one word Even in this you shall love your neighbour as yourself But if you bite and devour one another Beware lest you be consumed By one another I say then walk in the spirit And you shall not fulfil the lust of the flesh For the flesh lusts against the spirit Spirit and the spirit against the flesh, and these are contrary to one another, so that you do not do the things that you wish. But if you are led by the spirit, you are not under the law. Now the works of the flesh are evident, which are adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lewdness, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contentions, jealousies, outbursts of wrath, selfish ambitions, dissensions, heresies, envy, murders, drunkenness, revelries, and the like. Don't we have a bit of that these days? Mm. Of which I tell you beforehand, just as I also told you in time past, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such there is no law, and those who are Christ have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. If we live in the Spirit, let us also walk walk in the Spirit. Mm. So, you know, we have a part to play, but there's also, you know, there's hope that we need to um, also be... um, Aware of, you know, and and that should really help us in, um, in, you know, being in our walk, in our in our journey. Um, Philippians one six talks about being confident of this very thing that he who has begun a good work in you will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. So that's God's will. It's about us surrendering ourselves, saying, God, please transform me. And also 2 Corinthians three seventeen to 18. Now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is a liberty. But we all with unveiled face, beholding as in a mirror the glory of the God, of God, are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory, just as by the Spirit of the Lord. Yes. Now, uh, as I said, we... we Kind of uh, rush it to to end it, but let's see how you can summarize in one minute, uh, uh, Tracy, what we have uh, discussed today. Okay, God also does not eliminate evil now for fear of losing anyone who may reject Him, because they see Him as a punishing tyrant. Mm. That's a reason we still have it. We will not be robots in heaven. We will still have free will, and so this is why our will must be aligned with God's mm. voluntary. Gladly, in order for rebellion and sin to never break out again in heaven. God is not distant. 
He understands our pain and suffering. He left us the gift of the Holy Spirit and also spiritual gifts to enable us to live the life he wants us to. God's short-term plan is for pain and suffering to be eased through the short church. His followers, who being transformed by the Holy Spirit, grow to have an automatic desire to seek out and help the lonely, poor and drowned trodden in society. He wants us to be his hands and feet until the end when he can eliminate the suffering and evil will be no more. We can overcome Come our sin genes through a deepening of our relationship with the Lord and practicing acting on the promptings of the Holy Spirit. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Tracy. Time is up for today. Thank you for being with us. Uh, we invite you to join us again next time because we have a wonderful uh, subject, uh, the Bible, Jesus and the end times. Uh, until then, uh, may God richly bless you and have a safe walk with him. But I'm leaving you with this beautiful song today by uh, Christian Bardal. Uh, find us faithful. We're pilgrims on the journey of the narrow road And those who've gone before us line the way Cheering on the faithful Encouraging the weary Their lives a stirring testament To God's sustaining grace Surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses Let us run the race not only for the prize But as those who've gone before us Let us leave to those behind us The heritage of faithfulness Passed on through godly lives Oh, may all who come behind us Find us faithful May the fire of our devotion Light their Have come and gone, and our children sift through all we've left behind. May the clues that they discover and the memories they uncover become the light that leads them to the road we each must follow.